Welcome back to the Compound Podcast. This is episode 95. Zach's birthday year. Zach's birthday year. Zach, thank you for joining the podcast this week. Appreciate I, it. I'm, I'm, thank you guys for having me. It's been a pleasure. I've been trying to get on for a few weeks now. Um, and I'm, I'm just glad I'm back. You know what I thought of the other day, though? To be fair, that we, me and Ian, had both missed an episode before. I missed the Jay Hay interview. Ian was gone for one, and just you and me did one. So that was the first one, you know. You, it was yeah. your turn. And Tom missed like 60. Oh, Tom, uh, unbelievable. You know? It's actually messed up, Tom. Yeah, you know, really, it was on me that I wasn't with you guys at the compound. Like, I should have known that I was going to get hired here. But can we can we say You're that? Right. Look at look at the new place behind Tom right now. Look at the new digs. Oh, We actually recorded last week's here, but we couldn't talk about it because I had to get special dispensation just to do it. But now we can talk about it. So it's, oh, we're it's talking about it. Yeah. We're talking. I'm, having the compound actually represented in the office is a big win for us. Huge. Yeah. yeah. That was when I walked in, I was like, please have some compound stuff in here so I don't get yelled at anymore. And we had right, right front and center. You guys are on the top row of all the podcasts we have. So, and then oh, Ian's yeah, we, all over the place. And, we're, and we, still want, like, we still want jerseys from everybody. Yeah. Everybody Ian had to pay to get his stuff in there, though. That's true. Yes. Yeah, seriously. That's true. Good point. We have a very special guest this week. We did it. Frank, we got a guest. Yeah, it we got to get see this thing with Tom. Text message thing is working. I don't know where I'm going to go one. for this this next one person. for one on that. Yeah, yeah, exciting. Frank the Tank, he's on. So that's going to be a great interview. But I want to talk about something first. I played unbelievable golf today, guys. Hang on. Do we say who we're presented by yet? We're presented by Parse Rum. I love Parse. You love Parse. Or Zach, does anybody forget to say it more? I mean, he always does the intro, so I guess who else could forget? But that's why I mean, we're yeah, here. It's, it's, it's like we've only done it for close to, like, what was it? I would say probably close to 80 times now. Yeah. You know what? You know what's it's, Parse is like my family. Like, it's our family. Like, Parse, it's like such a part of me that it's, I don't even, I just think everybody knows. Like, it's. It's on uh, the screen. Think, Remember, we got the, we have a new we have a new design this week. We have a new design on the oh. you're see it on the bottom thing. It's going to say presented by Parse. Thanks. Shout out to the design team for doing it. Yeah, if you're watching on YouTube, you'll see it. So then they already know. They don't even have to have the inside. I love. Did you guys Parse see the shirt? Design. I have obvious shirt sent me the shirt. Hang on. Yeah, that was Donaldson got one. Yeah, that's from our Donaldson episode. Ooh, also shout out obvious shirts. They're opening a store. Yeah, that's so sick too. Yeah, shout out obvious. It's a great location, uh, right up the a block from Wrigley, and uh, it's going to be awesome. That's, that's such be there, a like, it's such there. a no brainer for them too. Yeah, yeah. Right by the, oh yeah, I mean game days. That place is going to be nuts. Very which, exciting. I mean, I mean, I guess baseball game days like every day. So very exciting uh, things in the works at, at obvious. What'd you shoot today, Ian? Sorry, I, I, we cut you off about your golf. Guys, I shot even par for the first time at my club. It's Zach, very difficult. It's Zach, very isn't that laughable? Even? It's pretty fucking and good. I had to make a par on 18 to shoot one under. I made a bogey. Why you count? Hey, we're not counting that's, scores. Yeah, that's Ian. bad. Never do that on 17. It's a worse way to we'll play. figure it out. I, I mean, I knew where it was. I knew where it was the whole day. I but guess I, true. If you're if you're shooting that well, you kind of know like, oh, I've bogeyed one hole. I've birdied another. Yeah, like I know. I was two under. I was two under on the front. I bogeyed ah. ten, 
and then I made all pars, sure. and then I bogeyed eighteen. I was in. Tuss- what were you? I, what were you playing? Was the game? Yeah, I know you were playing golf. We had three guys. <laughs> we had three guys, so we we didn't play anything on the front, and then we played uh, nine point on the back. You walk. You walk away with any money or what? Yeah, I made made a few bucks. Zach, you know about? what's crazy? Is you're better than Ian at golf now. Don't yeah, lie. You know you are. I will say play golf. I yesterday I was at the simulator, bro. My club heads. You, my club heads. You, you could was compete like, on the corn ferry. No, those guys are ridiculous. Q school. I don't know. You get. You have to give us a while. Bro, <laughs> they're bits. so good. They are. It's so disrespectful. It is. Disrespectful. You're good too. If you if you focused on golf as much as you focus on hitting a baseball, oh my god. Bro, yesterday you'd, you'd be you'd maybe be, he would maybe think maybe you'd think about it a lot. Maybe that's maybe we start to have some swing thoughts. My club head speed yesterday on my driver was like anywhere from 183 to 187. I'm just proud that you finally got new clubs. Yeah, after man. years, it's cheat code, dude. It is cheating. Wait, yeah. Can I keep talking? I don't know why round? you waited so long because you're very good at golf and you go all the time. You guys are you guys are sabotaging my talk about my great golf. Yeah, today, sorry, so sorry. Well, you choked okay. it, and I'm, now I'm upset because you were and you went in 18. And you I was bogey. in a tough spot. 18 is a tough hole. I was I was uh, I got a new putter from Ben Nardi. They sent me a new putter. I mean, how many I do you have now? So excited about it. I've been grinding. Finally had a good day in the greens. I hit 16 out of 18 greens today, and the wow. two I didn't hit were on the fringe on 18. I spun it off the green kind of into a, and it was like right in the rough. So, but I still putted it and that was probably a mistake, but I was striping it today. Striping it. What's crazy is your best putter is still your uh, wedge. My wedge. I really, those betonardi wedges, I really roll them well. Okay. We can move on. Now. I just want to talk about my golf round. Cause it was very exciting. I'm so jealous. We also, we didn't bring up the, on the uh, last week, <clears throat> how, smart i am about the natty i'm how smart me and tom are and you guys are idiots because zach said yeah a million I did. is your obama i did <laughs> hand up <laughs> what a loser what did i say how many uh, i called the score right because i said that georgia would score as many points as they scored <laughs> yeah but you underestimated you had bama at 35 and instead they only had 14 or whatever 13 so yeah you got you know you got half of it right Dakota almost had the exact score right, which is pretty impressive. And honestly, both of us, both of our scores were right around. We it was right in the middle of our score guesses. Because what was it like, thirty three to sixteen or something? The final, and I said like thirty thirteen. You said like thirty five seventeen or something. Yeah. Well, that's that's why I'm trying to entice Dakota to go to the headquarters, to John Boy headquarters, to sit with the boys during the playoffs. To help him out with a little draft. Like a, I, I am in no way a guru. Like, I pull shit out of my ass. Zach needs to go. Zach lives within driving range. I'm I've flown enough. Not, I'm, I'm not going to be around. I talked to Jake the other day. I'm not going to be around. Oh, yeah. you. We already talked about it because I said I'd go if you'd go. Can I talk? If Zach what? would go, I would have went because I would have went to his house on, like, Friday and hung out with him all weekend. But Sounds uh, cool. You guys should do it. Well, he's he's got other uh, – wiped up so guys busy that's literally is 100 that's why we can't so it's on him it's on shouty 
Saudi. Should we get right, to the let's interview, go, Ian? Let's go to the interview. Frank the Tank interview is brought to you by Parse Rum. I love Parse. You love Parse. This whole Rum. thing is brought to you by Parse. Rum. Let's get Frank the Tank on the pod. Here we are with Frank the Tank. Finally got Frank on the pod. <laughs> how are we doing? Frank, how are you? I'm awesome. How about yourself? Thanks for having me. Fantastic. Frank, we were just talking for a minute. You said you're just freezing. It was eight degrees when you woke up today. Yeah, yesterday. Today was not much better, but, you know, a couple of snow flurries. But, uh, yeah, not much to do out here. Ready just to get rest. to Arizona. Yeah, everybody's yep. getting, the, getting the itch now because it's just too cold. Where are Absolutely. you at, Frank? New Jersey. Oh, I got you. So, not not ideal right now. No, I'm I'm in Michigan, and it's not much better. So right, it's... Even worse, yeah. Let's Frank, start. You had, exactly. a, Frank, you had a baby, right? Last, was it last year? Yeah, he just turned one two weeks ago. So he's having we're having a blast with him this off season. That's awesome. Yeah, he's happy to have me home. Oh yeah. I was gonna say that makes that makes the off season and the cold a little bit bearable, more bearable, I should say. Oh yeah, we're he's keeping us entertained, even if we're <laughs> in the house all day today. But uh, no, he's he's a good time. Frank, we need to talk about. Your show, Summer. Oh, boy. About just hitting lasers every single time. It's the most amazing thing I've ever seen. I this appreciate dude it. is on the barrel every single time. We would talk about it. We would come on the pod before we would start. The three of us would be like, this guy doesn't miss a barrel <laughs> all summer. It's unbelievable. Tell me about, let's start by talking about your road to the show. Because it wasn't, it was definitely not linear. And like we no. played against you in 19 in triple ball and you were hitting bolts. You hit like 30 that year before you hurt your shoulder. Right. Just talk about like, I was, uh, yeah, something like that. Talk about that. Like coming up, being stuck behind Haas and Kansas city, like that road. Uh, I mean, definitely, definitely not easy. Obviously awesome to have the opportunity over there, but uh, you know, 18th round pick, uh, you know, I think I hit 300 and, rookie ball and then they moved me to low a when all the other boys were going in high a so i was, I was stuck there with the young kids again i was all star that next year uh, i got like two weeks in high a the end of that year then go back to high a then double a three years triple a three years and here we go well it's crazy too because you raked in triple a like yeah, i remember I was, we played you guys and it was like this guy's in the middle of the order hitting 320 with 25 bombs. And I'm like, why is he here? Like, he shouldn't be here. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a couple good years there. Yeah, I was the uh, organizational player of the year the one year and then go right back. And was player of the year the next year. And then uh, sure enough, go, you know, I was opening day starter and then didn't play for a week. And then I was like the lefty, hit against the lefty specialist. So it's uh, not the ideal situation. Obviously, like happy to, you know, happy to get a couple ABs, but. I think uh, Happer can attest to, and then and uh, Zach over there. I mean, you, you play once a week. It's hitting's hard enough, and then you throw that in the mix, and good luck. Frank Frank was raking at the alt site, and we were all looking <laughs> around like, "What the fuck is this guy doing here?" Dude, I remember asking. I remember asking you during the year this year. I was like, "What was nineteen your best year in the minor leagues?" You're like, "No." Like hit like forty doubles and eighteen with twenty palms. Like you just you raked your entire career. I guess. I mean, uh, you know, I always had hey, a, not you guess. Numbers, numbers don't yeah. lie, brother. They don't lie. I just like to hit. 
but I don't know. Now I tried to put it all together and it it worked out uh, just getting some, you know, consistent playing time. So I was, I was happy. Just how nice was it? Like when this, you know, you get called up right after the deadline and just to know that you were going to be rolled out there and go play every single day, like how freeing was that for you? Oh, it was awesome because uh, even when my first series up, I got one at bat because, you know, Wiz was hitting bombs and he was playing first every day. So I was like, oh, you know what? Obviously, like I said, happy to be up there. But, uh, you know, I was thinking it was going to be a similar situation, you know, come off the bench, hit lefties. And then uh, once Skip, he's like, no, you're our guy. We're going to, you know, you're going to go out there and play first every day. I'm like, oh, hell yeah, here we go. And then uh, just that mindset of, you know, not having to look at the lineup card each day was just made it that much easier. I think it was it was pretty cool when, you know, when I was up with the Tigers and even in AAA, too, because you knew a bunch of the guys there from the year before. I mean, I, I paid decent attention to the Cubs, just knowing a few guys over there. And I would be like bringing in the uh, the scattering report from Frank's day the day before. We're like, bro, Frank, three knocks, like three barrels all over the place. And our hitting coach, you know, Mike Hessman was just like, Jordy, you see Frankie yesterday? I'm like, fuck, yeah, the dude cannot get out. <laughs> Oh man, that was that was awesome. You know, Hess would Hess would text me from time to time, and I think he helped me a lot just being uh, with the Tigers for that short time. But uh, no, it was it was cool having it, all the boys follow along and kind of enjoy it with me. So sick! It is. It's amazing how much that just that mindset, that freedom of being able to play every day, can change the way you go about your business. It's tough being out there, like you said. Those at bats when you're getting them once a week, but it's tough when you know that you have one or two days where you're not feeling so good. Somebody else comes in and starts playing. Like that's the toughest thing I think that we deal with as hitters, you know, trying to get yourself to a place where you play every day. And I just saw that freedom out of you. And then it was like, just on the barrel every (laughs) single day hitting behind you was a fucking pleasure. When we were two, three for the last month of the year, it's like this dude's hitting a double every time. Son. Oh, we we had a nice little stretch down the down the end. You were hot as hell. Duff was swinging it. Uh, you know, it was it was a nice little middle of the line up there. So, how has this is off season been any different for you as far as like prep or like what's your what's your schedule right now? No, it's pretty much. Uh, it was funny. We got obviously a couple of new guys on on the staff, and they were making their calls. And yeah, Brownie called me up. He's like, "What would you want to you know focus on? Kind of work on this off season?" And I said, "To be honest, I want to do the exact same thing." So, uh, the, the, you know, my, my routine has been pretty similar. Uh, the work I put in has been pretty similar and, you know, if anything, just working on a little, you know, posture stuff, but other than that, it's same swing and same approach. How crazy is it coming from like you got claimed mid season and you, I think you met us in Columbus and you, it was a bunch of guys like, I don't know if you knew anyone on the team even. And it's just like, you just show up and it's like, all right, let's go. I was like, I don't know. I was just a crazy couple of weeks because within within those three weeks, I was, you know, player of the month in AAA in Vegas to, you know, homer my first AB in Oakland to getting released. To, <laughs> They're like, nope, know, that's not going to cut it. Sorry. Going in Vegas, like with no idea what I, what's going to happen. Claimed by you guys, so I'm pumped. Go to AAA with, you know, the rumors flying around that they're going to make some moves. I think I, I homer my first at bat with you guys. You did. And then, I did. and then I didn't get a hit for like the rest of the time there. I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck is I going said on? That to, 
I said that before. I, I think I said that to Shorty. I was like, yeah, he hit a bomb. I was like, he struggled a little bit after that. I, I remember, he, I remember oh, we yeah. were talking Justin. and I was like, I was like, bro, I'm telling you, he fucking rakes. And he was like, you were like, Zach, he's gotten one hit. And I'm like, bro, I'm telling you, he rakes. Just shut up and enjoy the show. Yeah, I was like, I think I blew up pretty much everything I could in the in the tunnel in Columbus, and then uh, yeah. after that, after after that week, I kind of reset from there. That is and a then, great tunnel to blow up into. Oh yeah, a lot of plenty of room, There's, not so many people around. You can see if somebody's coming too. So if you're gonna throw oh, something, yeah. you have the whole hallway. Yeah, like the the one guy working that little entryway, he was looking at me. I'm like, hey, sorry, I needed that. And then, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, kind of kind of reset, and then uh, yeah, like took off from there. I think they should start really considering that when they're building stadiums, if the tunnel's good for blowups or not. Like there are some stadiums that are terrifying, like uh, St. Louis, because you go like the steps are straight down to where the bat oh, rack yeah. is. Guys will sometimes throw a helmet, or I've seen a bat go down there. And like you could take somebody's head off really quick. Oh yeah, without people turn in the corner. You don't see that. And then uh, Wrigley, you got almost no room to blow up in the dugout. So yeah. there's a couple of places that are dangerous. I mean, it's a good thing, but uh, you know, keep keep the, compo- the composure a little better. But you know, sometimes you need that uh, let off some steam. <laughs> Dude, the the new configuration at Wrigley is brutal for blowups. If you're gonna get upset after you come off the field, you're gonna hurt somebody. Oh, oh yeah. Nobody's safe in there. No, you're not going to hurt somebody at Wrigley. You're going to hurt multiple people. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. They're going to be like bowling pins. There's shrapnel oh, yeah. everywhere. What was it? Did That's you funny. did you start to get recognized in Chicago towards the end of the year? Yeah, it was that uh, Labor Day weekend was when everything turned around. It was like the it was the one Homer versus the Pirates, and then it was that walk off, and then it was the Grand Slam. After that, it was like a 180 it was like complete I would I would walk down that street because my buddies were staying on Clark and I would like you know just kind of like jump in front of those pictures just messing around and then like by that by the end of that Labor Day weekend it was like yo Schwindel what's good and like stuff like that and you know it was it was pretty cool because I had a bunch of my buddies out there too and it's like the, they were like this is ridiculous I remember I was like that, I'm sorry. Sorry. I, I remember seeing you at a, at a bar. It was at Murphy's or something down the road oh, yeah. and you're taking pictures <laughs> with everybody. I'm like, this is fucking incredible. Well, yeah, I was like, whoa, my buddies, it was like day game. Obviously every week, every weekend's a day game. So yeah, I'll stop in for one. And then like, you know, the first day, uh, a guy checks my IDs, like, yeah, whatever, knock yourself out. We go to the window, pay, pay for beers. Like it's, you know, no big deal. And then day two, like guy kind of double take my ID. People kind of like turn their heads and stuff. And you know, that that third or fourth day, it's just like we couldn't we couldn't even walk in there. Like, all right, we'll, we'll see it. what uh, we'll see what else is available. You were doing That's it right crazy. though. You were walking home, hitting Murphy's, doing the whole deal. Like they was that oh, Murphy's yeah. that had every day they had a different like Frank the Tank thing on yeah. the board. That was funny. That was a good time. Yeah. Uh, Couple, so, a couple in a row, and then uh, I was on a nice little hit streak, and then they changed it. They they changed it to Mills or something, and I go over versus the Reds, and I was like, "That's on you guys." That is, <laughs> that's messed up. They need to hear about that. They have that board. Oh, yeah. I'm sure most of the fans know, but at Murphy's, they have that board out front, and they put like different sayings up every day. And so, I posted a hitting coach. He would walk from his apartment to the <laughs> field, and he would see it every day, and he would take a picture of it. It was hilarious. Yeah, that was that was funny. I think the best was uh, Frank the Tank is money in the bank and like game time one ten or whatever. 
that's just fantastic. But yeah, it was it just you know the people of, of Chicago made it that much more fun too. Because uh, I mean they they welcomed me. It wasn't an easy spot to come into, obviously, but I think after a couple of weeks they're like, all right, this guy doesn't suck too bad, and we could we could live <laughs> with him for for the time being. And I think it's perfect, like your personality, like just kind of like goofy almost you know what i mean like it's it, it's easy for fans to root for you and then you go out there and hit a grand slam and hit walk like the fans <laughs> love you no Very it, was, it was a lot of fun it was awesome yeah i remember i remember at one point during the summer you said it was we were on a stretch of a bunch of games in a row there at the end not at the end but maybe august to september and you said you hadn't played that many games in a row at first base in like oh, your yeah. whole career <laughs> oh yeah I mean, it was like one and one with the Royals with like first base DH. And then even uh, Vegas, I would, I would, you know, ask for a couple of DHs here and there just because it was 120 every day. But then I was just like, man, I've been on my feet for, you know, a month straight. But I mean, I wouldn't trade it for anything. But I was like, I was losing weight and wasn't used to it. I thought that was so great, especially because you came up in the AL, right? So you never like, yeah, always never really experienced that. Having to be out there every day, the no DH to give you a blow, and like the Royals was was it you and O'Hearn that were together then for a while yeah. and going back and forth? Yeah, so yeah, it was, it was like, like one and one with us, and then it was uh, me and Cuthbert. He was up for up and down a little bit, and then uh, we'd be switching one and one. So that was like those couple of years was you know good players, but uh, you, guys, you guys had a disgusting so, lineup, disgusting. And eighteen when oh, I came yeah. and, and Solaire was rehabbing. When I came oh, up, we yeah. played you guys in AAA in 18. Solaire was rehabbing. You were hitting, like, right behind him. I was like, I mean, what's going on right now? Oh, that, yeah. that, was a, that wasn't too fair for many opposing pitchers. I think, that, that I think year. Mickey Lopez was still there. Like, it was unbelievable. Yeah, he was leading off, hitting 400 like usual. Yeah. And, you know, we, that, was a, that was a good lineup. It's unbelievable. It was good. Yeah, it was pretty good in 19, too. That was like – it was like OKC and you guys just bopping. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially when the wind's blowing in the good direction in Omaha, that was that was dangerous. Omaha is not a place you ever, and it's always blowing out. I said I was. We played there this year, and I said to some guy, "It's like, yeah, the wind's been blowing out." I go, "It's never not blown out when I've came here. I swear, every single time, it's gusts straight." Yeah, there's some there's some good days to hit there. It's unbelievable. Frank, that's funny. What was your favorite stadium you played in this year? Ooh, that's a good question. I mean, I think it was a little biased. Um, Philly was a lot of fun for me. It was a, you know, good park, good hitters park. I think I had 70 people there come down. And then tell, I tell I, that. I, can I you hope, tell that story? Can you talk about how many fans you had? It was incredible. It was crazy. It, it was wild. I think we had at least the one full section behind the dugout. And then uh, I was expecting like an easy offer for that game. I was just like, all right, let's uh, let's get these guys that, you know, get these guys out of here, you know, and go enjoy uh, seeing a big league game or whatever. But I think I doubled the first AB and then Homer the next one maybe. And then I was just like, the rest is, all right, they, that's what they came for. And they saw something cool. Now I can just relax. They were but, I mean, what, too. Oh, yeah. But I touched home plate there and I like pointed out to everybody and they were just going nuts. It was pretty wild. That was that's so, so cool. sick. The, uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's a little biased, but I think that was the, the most fun I had playing. You know, good good hitters park. They had the cheesesteaks down below. It's tough to beat that. Ooh, those cheesesteaks are money. The, uh, yeah. the clubhouse in Philly, the chefs there make a mean cheesesteak. Oh, yeah, very were good. You an, were you an everyday cheesesteak guy? No, I was uh, – I had to be 
I'm usually stomach friendly foods before the game, just so I'm not dying the whole time. But uh, call, I had to do one, and it was I, I had them prep it to be ready for post game. So I did it. I did it my the smart way. I think very very pro. <laughs> I appreciate that. Did you play? What? Where was it? It was somewhere in the this year. They have like hot dogs. The guy, the club, he like makes hot dogs or something. I forget. Oh, that was, was. Uh, Indy. That's what it was. Indy, yeah. Oh, what, what do they call they, them? What do they call the croc them? Croc dogs. Um, what? What croc dogs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. That was, he, uh, he cooks them in a crock pot, and I'm like, what the they hell got, is going on? They they swear they got knocks in them. And uh, yeah, Hesman, he said uh, he guaranteed homers in them, so I yep. didn't do it the first day. I was like, man, I can't eat that before the game. And uh, he's just like, dude, I'm telling you, I promise. I I had a hot dog, and then you know I'm burping it up, indigestion, the whole fucking. <laughs> pre-game whatever and then uh like blooper my first ab i'm like all right it's a hit and then homer my next one oppo in indy which is like a shot and i was like all right i'm 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 sold and then the next game i hit one almost out of the stadium to left and i'm like all right i'm 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 fully sold on the the croc dogs give me all the croc dogs (laughs) i think we broke a record shipped in i think we might need them but we broke a record we went through three racks of buns so it's like I mean, that's probably 12 to, you know, 24, depending on the pack. And our team was just burning through them. Dude, I need to get some of those fucking dogs (laughs) shipped to Wrigley in the summer. Let's go. Seriously, yeah. They'll do them up the uh, Chicago style, whatever. That's absolutely incredible. Uh, That was funny. Ian, you know who would pound the crock dogs? Swarmer. Swarmer would sit in there and just pound (laughs) like three crock dogs before the game. I'm like, what are you doing? Stop eating them. And then wear cleats into the dugout. And then he'd just go sit on the bench and watch the game because he's a starter. So he could just eat all the hot dogs he wanted. Quick shorter question. Is he still wearing cleats during the game? During the game? In the dugout? No, I don't think so. Because in 19, he would wear cleats. He would tell him to. PV would tell him to because PV, I mean, you know PV. PV likes to fuck around. Like PV would probably just be like, yeah, put your cleats on. You might have to hit. You never know. Just in case. Just in case. That's funny. That's another hilarious thing. Frank, that you came to the Cubs and like your first team, your manager is Marty Peavy, who's just an absolute character. Oh, he was awesome. I played it. I played against you guys enough. I think one oh, yeah. of the stats is I had over 150 bats at bats against the Iowa Cubs. And then uh, <laughs> he insane. threw. He was the manager in the AAA All Star game, so he threw BP when I won that like hitting challenge, whatever. Yeah. So I was a side. Yeah, so he's a great dude. So it'll be good to play for him. And then it made it. You know, transi- to transition a little better, just being familiar with them. Good. You were only with us for four like a seamers week. out of PV. Nice, oh, yeah. firm, over the top. Yeah, get it ready. <laughs> That's exactly right. Spin right. Oh, yeah. Keep that skirt down, son. Yeah. <laughs> Heck, how long, how long were you guys together? Just you when I got track. traded at the alternate site for the last month or so, three weeks. Yeah, so every day grinding it out at uh, Toledo. Was, yeah, so, like, I came in there with, like, a fresh attitude. I was like, oh, man, I haven't played baseball. This is great. And I get down there, and there's 25 guys who are literally itching to go home. Like, nobody's really going <laughs> up and down. They're just like, dude, this is the fucking worst thing ever. And I'm like, come on, guys. Let's have some fun. Let's go. Let's go play some ball. I love ball. I yeah, love and ball. I was so bad, too. And, I like, towards the end, I was like, okay, I'm ready to go home. And they were just like, now you see what we were dealing with for the last two months. It was, it was a tough time. 
We, yeah, we were playing five on five, and we had like our clubby and left, our hitting coordinator at second base. Uh, That's what we were doing. Hess was playing first base for first, both teams. Yeah. Until he blew his meniscus. He was, uh, he was falling a little too hard. And then, uh, yeah, it was just tough, you know. And then we were expected to still like run balls out and, you know, getting in the game mindset. So that was a, that was a grind. But the first half was a great time. Then it got, got a little old, but. I think it was we, good, good, we, good to meet a bunch of people. Yeah, and I, Frank and I kind of got talking because he was from Jersey, and then we were talking about golf. So it kind of was, you know, we were just talking about golf, and that got me – that got my ear ready. Learned he was from Jersey kind of in the area, and then we were just – you know, I realized that they were all sick of being there, and we just talked about golf every <laughs> single day in the locker room. Absolutely. Help us get through it. How many times did you ask him about his swing and about hitting? Um – not too much, just because I I truly knew that everybody in that locker room wanted nothing to do with playing baseball <laughs> at that point when I got there. Oh yeah, but uh, at home and you were dying to go play baseball. You dying, were, dude. Like that's all you wanted in life. I know. Frank, so you probably showed up and everybody's been doing the same shit Groundhog's Day for a week, right? Or for and a then month, we had and the you uh, show up. You're had, like, yeah, guys. We had the fake noise too, and I was like, "Oh, this is pretty cool." And they were probably oh, yeah. having nightmares about it, just of how annoying and obnoxious <laughs> it was. Oh yeah, closing closing their closing their eyes to go to sleep and still hearing the background crowd <laughs> noise. Hang on, we're uh, I'm gonna stop this right right now, really quick. He's, Ian, you don't have to stop you guys it. Paying it. You don't huh? have to stop it. They're just gonna kick a field goal and win the game. If that's what you're talking about. Yes, that's exactly. The Rams and Bucks game is the craziest thing in sports right now. Can you pay attention to this interview we're doing with Frank? Yeah, we are. It was the end of a, it was the end of a sentence. <laughs> I think we should leave this in. I think this should all just stay in the episode just so people good. checked out Zach is. What's I'm not score? checked out. You're not Rams checked out. Just... You made us pause the podcast to watch football. That's that the, Tom, the I, don't, I haven't heard any of your questions. The Rams just won on a field goal. <laughs> all right. Last second field goal, pretty, like, yeah, pretty crazy. After game. letting Tom Brady come all the way back, and then can I ask? Can I ask Sorry. Frank one more question before we let him go? What do you got, Frank? What are you most? This is a loaded question. What are you most excited for this summer at Wrigley Field? But, at, about summer? Chicago, not about not about the Cubs. More about like Chicago, because you got to experience like month and a half, two months of Chicago. Probably not no, the gonna cold. Get, he's, you're going to get to be there. The cold in the beginning of the season. Yeah, well, I know that's that one sucks. That's, that's going to be a toughie. But you're going to get to have like the whole summer. You're going to get to do like everything, Chicago. What are you most excited for? That's a that's a good question. I mean, I'm excited to you know hopefully win some more ball games. That that'll be that'll be nice. I think we're uh, heading yeah. in the right direction. That's a I, good. I think uh, the fans. That's the a company. Fans are awesome company guy. Company guy right there. Starting with win ball games. Appreciate that. <laughs> But no, I was uh, I was out in Chicago last week for a couple of events, and the fans were just so awesome. So I just can't wait to get back out there to, you know, just interact with them. And you know, we we had a good time. And uh, I don't know, it was it was just so so fun to, to be a part of. So I'm just I just can't wait to get back out there. Can I say to Frank that by far the number one most requested guest since it's been mentioned has been Frank. Like overwhelming our social media channels, we were just getting wow. people after people went because then we promised Frank. And it took a couple of weeks. People were like, where's Frank? Where's Frank? Oh, boy. So now, so now we got you. So everyone's going to be happy. But there's a lot of Frank support out there in Cub Nation right now, I'd say. Yeah, it's, it's been awesome. 
The Cubbies absolutely love Frank the Tank. They can't get enough. <laughs> I can't wait to see all the Frank the Tank merchandise that's going to be floating oh, around Wrigley. It's going to be all over the place. <laughs> There's going to be shirts with your face just right on the chest. Can't wait. Appreciate it, man. We'll uh, we'll check in again maybe during spring training, do another one of these. It'll be great. Sounds good. I appreciate, appreciate it. it, man. Yeah, I appreciate hey, it, Frank. Hey, good to, good to hear from you guys. See you, brother. Later, Frank. Right, have a good Later. one. That was Frank the Tank. He's fantastic, huh? Just just a delight of a human. I felt bad. Such... I felt bad when I said he was goofy. I was like, you know, like you're kind of goofy, right, Frank? Like you're just a goofy guy. Like I meant that he in like an endearing first... way, like in a very nice way. He would be the first to admit it that he's goofy. Yeah, but I th- I didn't want it to sound like rude. I was like, no, like in a, in a good way, you're goofy. This is what we do here. We bring on guests and then Dakota rips them. <laughs> Dakota didn't bring up. Dakota could have brought up that he's he struck to Frank out and is only at bat. He he kept that for us. He he just said said that after. I figured there was no possible way for me to bring that up and say it, sounding like I was tasting. So I was like, I'll just in the back. Oh no! I do remember when we went to play team, and he was hitting. Oh no! The Wi-Fi. The Wi-Fi is back. No, not that is Dakota it? sketchy Wi-Fi. I can't laugh as hard as I laughed last time. I can't do it. Just keep going then. Keep going. Can I I want to talk about one thing before we get to screen time and let the people go. Okay. I texted Tom. This is what I do during the week. I text Tom one thing that fires me up that I want to talk about. And then he didn't actually remind me. I went and looked at it because I knew there was something I texted him that I got fired up about. And when we were talking about it reminded me when we were talking to Frank about 2020. I think people forget in 2020 when everything went down and like my early guys weren't getting paid and nobody's getting paid. My early guys were struggling. Team employees were getting fired left and right. Do you remember all the nice things that players did for like team staff and minor league guys? Like, is that crazy? Am I crazy to think that like, Players went out, out of their way. A bunch of guys did really cool things where they like paid minor league salaries or they, you know, did stuff for employees of the teams that were laid off. Meanwhile, like the teams are just slaughtering people left and right. I think it's pretty cool. And it kind of shows the kind of people that baseball has. I was just thinking about that as we were going through, I was going through, uh, stuff during the week, like lockout stuff. And just thinking about like when baseball wasn't around in 2020, the players were the ones that stepped up and like took care of the people around the game that make this thing work. And I just want to say shout out to players for being awesome. This, this I'm scared to talk because of my connection. You're good. Is it good or no? Yeah, you're good. Okay. Um, that sounds like an MOBPA rep trying to – you know, I was going to say, some, get, get some people on the player side around. I was going to say, I know where this is going. I say, so I'm gonna, good business. I'm going to tread lightly, but I agree. That's just a good businessman move. Sometimes you just get fired up. And I got fired up this week and I sent Tom a text. I didn't want to forget about it. Ian, do you have an update for the people on the lockout? I think, everybody, I think everybody knows that there's a meeting in the works for Monday. So that was already leaked by other reporters. That'll there's happen by the time this comes out. Yeah, it'll happen by the time this comes out. There's a meeting Monday, meeting of the minds. So, yeah, we got a deal done. Nice. Congrats. You did it. 
There's a deal done. Good job, guys. We predicted the future. Deal's so done. We'll Season's on time. We're all good. I would say that we will see how it goes and what the reaction is. Uh, but meetings are positive. They're steps in the right direction. The last meeting wasn't great. Maybe this one will be better. That's the that's the I, thing that's scary is like spring's supposed to start pretty soon. And with only one, well, two meetings now that happened. And it's like how far off that the reports have said that we are. It's like, it's like it's going to take a while for something to kind of move. The pace, there's, yeah, the pace of the meetings. I don't think anybody is uh, happy with the pace. It's not like meetings. when we, if we give something back or our proposal back, they're going to be like, you know what? Yeah, you're right. Good point. Yeah. Yeah. deal i think that's <laughs> that's like from the from the player side it's like we waited how about <laughs> we wait two months to get a proposal back from them you know we got one back in a week if they take any more than a week to get one back to us and they're freaking stalling so it's just like yeah we always want to get it back quicker than they're getting them to us but let's you know, we're trying to keep the pace up and let's keep this momentum Let's just get in a room and hash this thing out. We don't need to send deals back and forth. Let's just hash this out, man to man. I think I think they're actually. I think they will be in person tomorrow. I think it is in Manhattan. I think it's in person. Yeah. Ian, you're not flying in for it. Just small group, small group meeting tomorrow. Ah, Can I ask Dakota if, as a pitcher, right? Because hitters, it's a little different. You guys ramp up during spring training, but pitchers, obviously, that's a little bit longer of a runway, especially starters. Mm -hmm. I know you're not a starter, so I don't know how well you can speak to this, but like. How much does it affect not knowing if spring is going to start on time, like for pitchers getting ready? I think for this year, it's it's not anything like too weird because like, you know, it should be generally around February still. Like, I feel like obviously, like you said, for a starter, it's more complicated because they got to build up, but it's not near as extreme as like the COVID year in 2020. That was literally like a like, do you throw? Do you keep throwing? Like, do you throw bullpens? Do you do anything? Or do you just kind of sit and wait? So it's really – I'm just preparing for everything to be on time and then just adjust as things play out. Yeah. I also think, like, the idea – not saying this is what anyone's thinking, but the idea that if they say jump on – you know, if they're like, all right, yeah, we'll get something done mid-March – that guys are going to be come in, come in and be ready to just get the season started on time. It's just not going to happen. So it's just no. like from that perspective, guys get their best work and like the most work from a volume standpoint in spring training, when everybody's there, when all the coaches are there, all the players, like you need all those bodies in one place to get the work done. So if that's the idea that like, Oh no, we can do a three week spring training. We cannot, we need all the time. Right. And that's what, that's what I mean where it's like, even if this doesn't like, again, we feel like there's not much traction right now. And it's like, you kind of have to put some emphasis on the time aspect of this, because again, it's going to take a little bit for guys to get ramped up, to get guys there to pass the physicals, the quarantine, I'm assuming, you know, it's going to be a little while, which sucks. Cause minor league dates are like, it's like four days between when you get there and when stuff starts for intake. So, right. I think we can assume that it'll be similar to that. For well, and you got to do physicals and all that. Yeah. No, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, you can't so start it participating. Takes, it takes a couple. It takes a little while. Yeah, until you get that stuff done. Anything that we need to talk about before we do screen time? Any other worldly things that are happening? Worldly things. I did a. Uh, me and my friends did a 
New Haven, Connecticut pizza tour today, which is like the pretty famous uh, pizza. Joe's. Frank Pepe is the big one. Pepe, Sally's, uh, Modern, Zuparty's. It's overrated. New York's better. I agree. I agree. I agree. It's a little overrated. I'm not going to lie, but I think people who don't have the luxury of New York and Northeast pizza, I think they should really get a, get a taste of it. Did you have a favorite? Um, I liked, I liked modern. Did they have Grimaldi's? No, they didn't have Grimaldi's. What the hell? Those places stink then. Trash. Trash. Yeah. That's, that's what's going on in my world. Yeah. That's super exciting, man. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. You're playing golf. I'm trying pizza places. You guys need to see this new putter. It's unbelievable. Um, can you have can, eight putters at least? Yeah, yeah. It's called being an ambassador. Can we do? Uh, <laughs> Must be we, nice. For what? Do, putting? You're the ambassador of putting. Yeah, I'm the Bettinardi. Bettinardi. Ever heard of it? Ever heard of it? <laughs> I'm the ambassador for their putters and their wedges. Okay, I roll the rock. Can we do screen time, guys? Four hours and 52 minutes. Cap. Tom, I don't know if you ever put yourself on the video, but you're wearing a nice sweatshirt. I told you that earlier. I, 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 I didn't know I was going to say this to you guys, but when we change the design, I am going to be in the bottom right corner now. So if you're watching. Like, B, you're like BBD? Yes, like that. Shout out BBD. Shout out Parse Rome for the redesign. Hey. Yep. Uh, 2.33 for your boy. Shut up. He golfed. Five thirteen. See you later. Last Tom? place. Hang on. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, that's what um, I thought. You know, it was a busy day. Moving on. Tom, what was Tom. it? Double digits? No, it's not double digits now. Okay. Okay. Yeah. See, that's where you I start to, to say get your worried. Like, time. if you get to double digits, I'm actually like, put like you know, just be with people. Like, put it down for a little <laughs> while. Is that, am I hey. losing connection again? No, you're good, Tom. I'm waiting for your screen time. Eight thirty nine. Wow. Hey, it's uh, hey, it's Sunday. It's only six. It's only six o'clock. It's only yeah. 6:30. It's a pretty early recording. There's still too. like a lot of hours can left. You, can you imagine if we did our normal like nine ten? <laughs> Yikes. That's uh. Ninety five. Zach's oh. birthday. Yep. Episode ninety five. Tom Brady lost. Start, what a I shame. Gonna, I think we're gonna start having more guests because. Do you think so? Think we're going to start having more guests. You know because why Tom, I think we are? Thing. Because Tom will remind you. So then we Tom actually will. remind me. I'm trying to think who I'm going to text for this week. I'm thinking about it. I don't know. I can text Robbie Grossman if needed. You say that every time, but it's because like, because we forget and you're like, no, I'm going to get somebody else. Well, do you want Tom to text you on Tuesday to remind you to text? I'll Robbie? text him right now and say, hey, lock it in for whatever date. Okay, let's do Robbie next week. Okay, I'll text him. Hopefully he's around. But don't forget, if you forget to text him and we don't have a guest, I'm going to be pissed. Hey, Ian, don't yell at me. I'll get it done. What's, I have faith we... in you, man. I believe right. he's there. Thank you. Thank you. That's episode 95. I can't listen to you guys. It's episode 95 Rum. of the Compound Podcast, brought to you by Parse Rum. I love Parse. You love Parse. Parse. Rum. Um, wait, real quick about Rum. Parse. I want to say something about Parse. Rum. Rum. We're going to start saying, we're going to start talking about the places that it's available. Okay, we're going to start talking about it. In Illinois, it's Benny's. We're going to start talking about the other places because it's in Florida. It's in Texas. It's in New York. It's in Specs, it's in it's Total Wine in Texas. It's in Total Wine in Florida. And it's in liquor stores in New York and Colorado. Okay, Where where in New York is it? 
in I don't what's the rules in New York? There's like there are little liquor stores. There's no like big. There's no rules. What? Do you guys have like state stores? Do you have state liquor stores no, like PA no, does? No. You can have a private liquor store. There's no like state owned. It's not like Virginia or one of those states. Okay, well you can find it in liquor stores. I don't know. I'll find out for the people in New York. I got it right here. Why is there not? Why isn't there a bottle of Parse in the in the office? I, this is the first I've ever heard. What of are we doing, Tom? This is, I thought it was only in New Jersey. I looked it it's up in, one time. And it's, it's in New York. Bullshit, Tom. It's at Benny's in Illinois. It's a Total Wine in Florida. It's a Total Wine in Specs in Texas. Clean it up. Well, name the name the store. It's in New York, and I'll go. I'll get okay, on the I'm gonna find out. I'm gonna find out. I'm gonna tell right, you next week. Don't yell okay? me that we don't have it. If I don't know where it is, you just want me to <laughs> go around New York. It's a big place. <laughs> Can't go to every liquor. Episode ninety five of the Compound Podcast, brought to you by Parsay Rum. See you next week, probably with Robbie Grossman if Zach can get it together.